There is only one story and one story only. It's the oldest story and the one from which every other story takes its form and shape. The only story worth telling, the one that every heart believes, and that is the story of darkness and light, good and evil. As one author puts it, there is only one story, whether it is told by a poet or an actor, writer of epics or novels of a reciter or a reciter of myths and folk tales. The story is filled with beginnings and endings, and it is forever coming to a climax, which is why, he writes, somewhere in the telling, young lovers are always sneaking off to profess their love. And young soldiers imbued with the ideas of glory are dying in battle. We all know what the story is about because we are part of the story. Only with a change, he writes in the verbs and the nouns, to hide the truth and enrich the meaning. He writes, it it is a story like adventures on a ship that travel the oceans, searching for a lost island or an undefiled heart or something as simple as a pile of treasure with rubies and gold coins locked in a wooden chest. Of course, the story must also include pirates who try to steal the treasure because there really are pirates or else there are rivals or earthquakes or pandemics, broken families. But there are also stories about people who get carried away by their own foolishness, mocking, gossiping, fighting, pretending, he writes, then melting into each other's arms in moments of truth and reconciliation so that we can laugh and cry without regret. The story can be about a man who's in control of everyone but himself, who refuses to see the truth until he drags everyone down with him and is himself besieged by doubts and cannot find a foothold in this turning world. This story, this one story, has many facets and can be told many different ways. And we are all familiar with the details. But we're not always certain which kind of story it is, which is why we mix up the telling and are always ready to hear it again, even though we know it by heart even though we know it by heart, from the inside. He writes, like a child who pleads before going to sleep, please, the child says to her father or mother, please tell me the story. John the Apostle begins his version of the story with words that we all know by heart on the inside. He places the most important man who ever lived at the center, at the very start, at the genesis of everything that ever was, everything that is, everything that will 
ever be and then inserts this same person who was there into our reality today. He starts at the beginning and then fast forwards to the present. John writes, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God. And the Word was God. He, the Word, was in the beginning with God. He writes, all things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him, the Word, John writes, was life. And the life was the light of men. The light, he writes, shines in the darkness. The light shines in the darkness. And the darkness has not overcome it. Now you haven't asked me, but if you could, who do I believe will win in the end in this story? Which good or evil, darkness or light? Where will the story go as John the Apostle begins, as we observe our surroundings even today, as our world is at war at home and abroad, and many of us suffer through so many dark nights of the soul? You would ask me, do I believe that good is winning? Do I believe that good is winning? My answer on Christmas Eve might surprise you. No. No, God, God is not winning. I mean, sorry, good is not winning. Why? Because I believe good has already won. Good has already won. John says that very thing in those opening lines of his gospel, the very thing in his retelling of the story, the story upon which all other stories take their shape like shadows, he says, the light shines in the darkness and the darkness has not overcome it. Certain, certainly we can agree that in so many ways, and you can fill in your own details, weave your narrative, darkness is all around us. Darkness is all around us. And if we are honest, if we are honest on our best day, darkness is in us. Darkness is in us as well in one form or another. To borrow from the old obscure lyrics of a song that I enjoyed so much, we are all broken. We are all born to broken people on their most honest day of living. And since that first breath, we all need grace that we've not given. The song goes, we've been haunted. You hear the story again. We've been haunted by standard red devils and white ghosts. And it's not only when our eyes are closed. We are all made out of shipwrecks. Every single board washed and bound like crooked teeth on a rocky shore. And the chorus comes, don't let these waves wash away your hope. Don't let these waves 
wash away your hope. This is truly the only story. Long lay the world in darkness, pining, pining for something. And that something is the light. And the reason we desire and long for the light is because we desire and long for life. And where is life found but in no one other than the Lord of life, the Lord of light, the Savior, Jesus, the Word. You see, your story and my story and all of our stories and the stories of everyone who has ever lived since the beginning of humanity is one that converges in the same place, always at the same one. As John writes, as he begins his story again, if I could read it to you, in the beginning was the Word. And the Word was with God, and the Word was God. He, the Word, was in the beginning with God. All things were made through Him, and without Him was not anything made that was made. In Him, the Word was life. And the life was the light of men. The light shines in the darkness. and the darkness has not overcome it. Good is not winning. Good has already won. He is the Lord of light. Listen, if you're like me, and I hope you're not, <laughs> but I know you are. If you're like me, as we look into the sky and we wonder at the size of the universe and this world in which our planet is spinning and we look inside our homes that feel like they are spinning out of control and we look inside and I look inside my own heart and I wonder, I wonder where, where will I find darkness next? in my thoughts and emotions, in my heart, in my desires. As one writes, we tremble at the terrifying size of the universe and despair at the dark complexity of our own human psyche. But the darkest nights produce the brightest stars. The darkest nights produce the brightest stars, even when the lights are off. He is still the light. So ask yourself tonight, listen, ask yourself tonight, as you feast and celebrate, as you remember your family and friends and recount history and give thanks and exchange gifts. Have you? Have you seen the light? Have you experienced the life? All the Christmas carols and cookies and hot chocolate and friends and family and parties won't satisfy and push to the edges and break through and win against the war in this world that we call darkness. He is the light 
of the world. He is life for men. This story continues in the Gospel of John to follow a man who at some point, like every other story, which is just a shadow and an echo of this story, appears as if light will be sn- the light will be snuffed out in the end. Only to find out that at the most darkest night of his soul, the man, the God-man, Jesus Christ, broke free of the chains of sin and death standing in our place that now we might be confident and sure even as the waves break on the shore that good isn't winning God has already won this is a truth worthy of songs and lights and celebrations this is hope for everyone in this garden tonight who's walking through a dark night. If you would stand with me, and the ushers prepare to light the candle, I want to pray for us and pray for you. Heavenly Father, we pause tonight and consider your words and your hope and your promise that your Son on his darkest day, burst through with glory and poured out grace on all who would trust. Father, I pray for hearts that are cold and hard and dark, miserable and mourning and needing comfort and hope. Father, I pray you would shine into their darkness and speak eternal truth. That truly your son is the light of the world and in him is found life, life everlasting. Father, would you forgive sins? Would you heal and mend hearts? Would you extend hope once again? as we focus on your son. Oh, we pray in Jesus' name, amen.